0: From the art section of the New York Times, Mad Tiger and other films join a new wave of punk documentaries by Robert Ito. In the opening images of Los Punks, We Are All We Have, director Angela Boatwright's documentary about the thriving punk scene in the backyards of South Central and East Los Angeles, two young women in miniskirts wrestle each other to the ground. A guitarist spins on his back, naked except for a small loincloth. There are guns, booze, vomiting, and brawls, all set to the high-speed beats of punk band Street Threat. It looks like chaos. Indeed, a reveler describes it as such. But others speak of the camaraderie of these shows, how they give participants a keen sense of belonging. I don't feel at home anywhere else, one says. Boatwright has been photographing punk bands since the 1990s, in New York City and abroad, and went to a first East Los Angeles backyard show three years ago. The events are fun and cheap, a few bucks for a night's worth of entertainment, or at least until the cops break things up. You can party, you can drink, you can mosh. There's no security guard telling you to get off the stage, she said. And then maybe the police will come and raid it. There's nothing greater than that. Los Punks, making its premiere at the Slamdance Film Festival on Saturday in Park City, Utah, is one of several recent documentaries exploring scenes far from the genre's historical epicenters of London and New York City. Mad Tiger, about the tumultuous friendship between two Japanese men, both members of the punk band P-Lander Z, had its premiere at Doc NYC in November, Oscar-nominated director Shui Bo Wang's Never Release My Fist, which chronicles the punk scene that emerged in Wuhan, China in the 1990s, has played festivals in Chicago and Taipei. My Buddha is Punk, about a 25-year-old Burmese man's struggle to create a viable punk scene in Myanmar, screened at an Italian festival in November. There are also films in the works that chronicle the punk scenes in 1980s Berkeley, California, which spawned bands like Green Day and Rancid, Turn It Around, the story of East Bay Punk, Washington circa 1976 to 84, Punk the Capital, and the border towns of the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas from the late 1970s to 2005, As I Walk Through the Valley. For Los Punks, Boatwright used just two cameras, one in the mosh pit, one farther out in the audience, to shoot Southern California groups like Corrupted Youth, Psych Ward, Rhythmic Asylum, and Las Cochinas. The bands and the scene are largely Hispanic, just like their neighborhoods, and several groups sing in Spanish. In the film, a veteran of the area's punk scene remembers backyard shows dating to the late 1970s, back when the Hollywood kids would call us the Taco Bands. The fans are intensely loyal, Boatwright said, adding, hundreds of kids show up to support the local bands. They buy the CDs, they wear the patches, the scene is taking care of itself. The director hung out for months with several of the featured characters, including Ignacio Rodriguera, the lead singer of Corrupted Youth, and a promoter who can get 500 kids to a backyard show through social media and sheer force of will. And Alex Pedoro, an aspiring chef and psych ward vocalist who, at one point, recounts his several attempts at suicide and recalls how he wrote what became his band's first songs during a stay in a residential treatment program. One surprising thing for me is how incredibly sweet and courteous all the punks were, Boatwright said. Obviously not all of them, but certainly the majority. Farther east, for As I Walk Through the Valley, directors Charlie Vela and Ronnie Garza had twin goals, to uncover as much as they could about the roots of South Texas punk, while trying to counter negative stereotypes of the region where they grew up listening to and loving the music. Long-time friends, they are familiar with how their neighbors in San Antonio— home of the butthole surfers, and Austin, regard the Rio Grande Valley. There's a media narrative that we are the poorest, the least educated, the most corrupt, the most crime-ridden, the fattest, Vela said. Garza added, we wanted to highlight some of the positives and give kids a reason to say that the valley doesn't suck. The two looked up local rockers from the 1960s and 70s.